by God, grace, and help, that still haven't stopped me. You can be the best, do the best, when you know people out there is counting on you by the grace of God to still do the best that you can for people in life. My name's Johnny Reinhardt, and I've lived in Southwest Michigan most of my life. It's such a wonderful community full of so many great things, but the best part is the people, families, history, and especially the stories that make it great. And with every story, you have to start somewhere. This is Start From The Beginning, stories from Southwest Michigan. Today I have another great conversation for you. I had a chance to talk with Bobby Walker and Eddie Polk, two great people that are in South Haven doing some really amazing things uh, and helping their community. And one way they're doing that is through basketball, a basketball tournament that has grown and been able to raise money and help families all across the community. So this is a really awesome thing they've been doing. We talk about how their paths have crossed and what they uh, have done throughout their lives that have shown them that they need to help others. So let's get to my conversation with Bobby Walker and Eddie Polk. You guys are uh, here with me today to talk about a lot of different things. There is something, uh, Bobby, that bears your name, and that is uh, a basketball tournament that has happened uh, in South Haven for many years. But first, I want to start with you guys, and uh, we'll start with Bobby. Uh, Bobby, where were you born and raised? Tell me a little bit about yourself. Um, I actually was born in Osceola, Arkansas. My parents were sharecroppers, so they would come to Michigan uh, during the harvest time. They would go back down south during the winter. I actually was was born then while we were down south. And the ages of four to six, I cried to go chop cotton and pick cotton with my mom and dad. And uh, one of the commitments I made, and people don't realize this and don't know this, but I never started school until I was in the third grade. Wow. And one of those instances, we were, we were quite very poor. And the school teacher named Ms. Byrne in third grade, which I started in, she was sending all, the whole class out and keep me in. And the class thought she was keeping me in because I was behind. She actually was giving me half of her lunch to eat, and she would eat half her lunch. That's how, how poor we were. Yeah. And people look at me now, look at me then, and know that Bobby Walker had a life that God used to grow up while he was in the South. He had many people touch my life as I walked through this journey that I'm on today. And um, went to high school in uh, South Haven, graduated, went to college in Kalamazoo. Uh, 1976, graduated in 73 and 76, I started the Bobby Walker basketball tournament with 36 teams in one court. Wow. And the city of South Haven promised to East City Manager came, promised to get me more court. We had 36 teams waiting to play, so I had to go. Every team had to play for five minutes, and it just kept growing, kept growing, kept growing. And we uh, got introduced to Palestine during 1985, and they said, Bobby, how can we help? And these great people began to help, and we also have the Community Leadership Award Banquet that we host every year, honoring. We honored about 60 people this coming year from all walks of life. Well. Everyone that went through the pandemic from our nurses from Brunson Hospital to our share emergency to our city police to our state police. Those are some of the highlights that the Bobby Walker basketball tournament is doing in the South Haven area. That's really amazing. And so let's let's go back to to growing up. Uh, and like you said, uh, 
you started school in third grade. You were, you were, like you said, you had a great teacher that was able to uh, help you in, in many different aspects. And so uh, what was that like as you were growing up? Uh, you know, like you said, falling, being a little bit behind with, with everybody, you had to play catch up. Um, and I'm sure that also helped you with, uh, with, uh, with sports and things of that sort. Right. Yeah. It's been around my older brothers and sisters. Uh, I learned from them how to read, how to write, how to do the thing that would get me through school. Mm-hmm. And by the time I was in seventh grade, they gave me a test and I got always a triple promotion. So they put me in my right grade with my age. And, uh, I, I sell on through school since then. But it was tough. I mean, I didn't know it was tough because I thought that was life. But to have the school come in and buy you school clothes, I almost think God picked one of us out of all the apples and said that I'm gonna I'm gonna bless Bobby because my brother and sister were just just as poor as I was. But yeah. there I was going through life. But my dad loved helping people. My dad would take people to get groceries. And he would take me with him. Those are my two heroes and my idols. Is my dad, and my mom. My dad always helped people. He wouldn't charge them money. He just give them a couple of cans of food that they bought, and he would have me carried in the house. Wow! And so, when did you start? Uh, did you when did you start playing sports and and getting into basketball? Because uh, actually, in the, actually, I, we played sport probably in nineteen sixty eight, and then we went on to um, I went on to be a freshman, and never lost a game as a freshman, never lost a game as a sophomore, <laughs> except for one non conference game. So out of ninety some games I played that I played, uh, I've never lost a conference game. Wow! In my whole life, <laughs> my whole years of high school and career, I have never lost a conference game. Wow! So you were pretty good. You still you still play? Uh, you know what? At my age now, I tell the state police every year I'm gonna I'm gonna get in shape and play. <laughs> I haven't yet. <laughs> well, it's on his bucket list. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and I have beautiful family, beautiful wife, beautiful children. My son was McDonald's All-American, and uh, my daughter played. She's athletic. My son played basketball. So all my kids really followed me in the sport, and they played. And I got one son waiting to be uh, initiated to be the Hall of Fame. I'm Hall of Fame in South Haven High School. Wow. That's awesome. And so you grew up in South Haven? Actually, we moved to South Haven in 19, I want to say, 1972. Okay. And where were you before that? In Berry Spring, Michigan. Okay. And so what was it what was it like? I mean, I'm I'm a young kid, so I don't I don't know about the community and, and what things were like. What was it like growing up uh in those communities? What was what was life like for you? What did it what did it feel like and uh what did what did you experience besides, you know, sports well, and school? Well, well in, in Arkansas, my dad took me to the gas station and uh, he would tell him that you guys are not allowed to buy gas in the front and I had no idea that we couldn't. It was two separate it was two separate issues back then, mm-hmm. one for white, one for black. As a young guy growing up, I, I had no idea that I could be shot and killed before 1964 for sure. going through the front door. So I told a guy, you can't talk to my dad that way. And my dad said, no, son, it's okay. I show you, always listen to wisdom. He know more about life than I did. And I, I wasn't mean about it. I just said, hey, that's my dad. He wanted buy gas. He said, the back door is where you go buy your gas at. Wow. And that, that stuck with me until this day. The changes that as as my life developed, the issues and stuff I would run into in life, and uh, absolutely, and it was rewarding for me to learn that and learn how my behavior would dictate, making sure I learned the different types of uh, system and the educational system and opportunity that would afford me 
that sometimes it may say yes, but it really mean no based upon your sure. based upon your race. Absolutely. Yeah. And what would you say? And you, you mentioned your dad, you know, Mr. Wisdom. What it, would you say is one of the lessons that your your fam your father, your mother uh, taught you that that has stuck with you your entire life? To always treat people right, regardless of the color of their skin. Always respect people. Never lie. Always tell the truth and work hard. And I only want to make my mom and dad proud of me. And one day I was in a grocery store and my mom looked at a newspaper and she didn't know I was behind it. And she picked up the front page and had my picture on it. And she turned around and told everybody. Yeah, that's amazing to to hear. Uh, and you know, uh, it's stuff like that that when uh, you you see your your pay, picture in the paper, that's just a a, a life changing moment. I'm sure. Just you know, when you see, oh look, look what I did, and then your parents are able to show you yeah. off and and show the great things that that you're doing, and that's uh that's just a, a testament to your hard work that that you've had for school and and then going into sports and doing that sort of stuff so uh did you do you enjoy basketball still and you love it and and still uh obviously with this basketball tournament that you have uh you're teaching not only uh and just spreading the love of basketball but also community right yeah that's right it's been 45 years actually the basketball wow. tournament been going on and and uh different cities have asked us to come to their city and do the five on five and we help and develop younger people next year we got a basketball camp and game for those between the ages of eight and 14 where they could come during the july 5th through mm -hmm. july through august august 14th and they can come and participate and play basketball wow and i don't want to leave eddie out because you've been hanging out here for a little bit here uh how did you and, and bobby how did your guys's uh, paths cross how long have you known each other shoot eddie know me since <laughs> As I said earlier, Johnny, I've known Bobby and known him and his family ever since he was a tot, really. Mm -hmm. um, but I think that our um, our relationship and our alliance really developed once we both became employees here at the Palisades Nuclear Plant um, under Consumers Energy. Um, when Bobby came on, I had been here for a while mm -hmm. and I had... Um, had moved from had actually progressed into positions of, of leadership where I, I in more visible and a little more responsibility. Uh, as I said earlier, one of those roles was being a human human resources administrator. Um, but certainly um, the relationship is tends to develop from when you are uh, from a cultural standpoint, mm -hmm. ethnicity standpoint, race standpoint. Uh, when you're in the fewer numbers, uh, you certainly recognize each other and and somehow there becomes a bond and an attraction through conversation and uh, what are you doing or, or are you having any problems or issues or concerns, things like that. Those things kind of kind of draw you, uh, have drawn us together over the years. Um, and myself being in particular the human resources administrator role, certainly was in a position to bring some of those concerns forth to you know to the site leadership that individuals are concerned about uh employment issues or promotion mm -hmm. issues uh performance rating issues uh um concerns about uh of uh the way they were treated or addressed in some way mm -hmm. these kind of issues i mean, I mean it, it's 
it's part of the work. It's part of the work environment. Yeah. Uh, so I tried to I tried to do along the same values that Bobby was raised with. I was raised by my grandmother. Uh, very old fashioned, very strict. Uh, just just her and I. We came from uh, Cottondale, Alabama. I was born in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, whatever happened between my parents, I can't really speak to that. But whatever the issues were, I landed up end up with my grandmother on my father's side, and she raised me. Uh, we moved from Cottondale, Alabama, to South Haven, Michigan, uh, in the early '60s, uh, where I started uh, elementary school right here in South Haven, where I, where I grew up mm -hmm. and raised my family. Um, but her values and her discipline, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way, Johnny. I used to think she was the meanest person in the world. <laughs> and I, I can laugh at that now because, sure. you know, you don't really see the value of, of that kind of um, uh, upbringing until you get older in life and you, you see some of the things and you experience some of the things that uh, you find out to be truth and why your parents were being that strict and trying to guide you and steer you. Um, but anyway, I carried that with me into my adulthood and, and those same values in my job and my role as a professional, mm -hmm. a nuclear professional, a human resources professional. And you look beyond you look beyond the race. You look beyond the color of the skin because everybody, we're all human. And from a faith standpoint, my grandmother certainly made it very clear that we we all are. We come from the same creator. Yeah. And no one is better than the other. So there were some foundational things from a faith standpoint that was instilled in me by my grandmother. And, and naturally that carries over. And I think it's true of all of us into our professional lives and well. So when these issues were brought to me, it didn't matter whether it was a male or female, a white person or a black person. If, they, if I felt they had a legitimate issue, I would try to do my best to get it addressed mm -hmm. or get something done about it or bring it to the right people's attention. And little to my, my understanding, word does get word of mouth does get around about you and what you're trying to do. Or, or you know, Eddie, Eddie tries to do the right thing. And it, it crosses all all races and gender. And mm -hmm. finally, people are beating a path to your door with their concerns, even if it's nothing but just to have you to listen and hear them out, even if there's nothing you can really do about it. And the other side of it is keeping the confidence of that individual and not not being destructive with it. Those are the kind of things that go back to your question. How did we, you know, how did we get mm -hmm. to come to the alliance? Those are some of the things that really drew us together. And I also knew about his ministry. And I also participated in some of his ministry initiatives as well, you know, uh, as my part of my contribution to the community. Um, I, I knew Bobby. I certainly had a lot of respect for his integrity and the things that he had has done in the community. I had knowledge of that. And I just wasn't going to miss an opportunity. If he called on me, I wanted to be a part of that and I wanted to do what I could to help. Absolutely. And and you guys, did did you bring, uh, did Bobby and, and Eddie, did you guys start working together because of, of your shared values and, and things of that? Or was it just, you know, I think that, that we need to team up and these, you need to uh, be here. Yeah, I think I'll send Eddie as our leader here. I, mm -hmm. I started working in 1985. I use Eddie as a, as a reference, and uh, it was Consumer Energy then, and then yeah. we came on to Energy, and Eddie knew I had a lot of projects doing my community leadership, no matter what company I worked for. So Eddie was very supportive and came aboard, and I know with, with Eddie's leadership skill, we would make this a success because us because taking kids to the White House, like we did for two or three times, 
and our company helps support it that uh giving kid we call it opportunity of a lifetime for right. different area school to go to washington dc and we did that with our help of our congressman and, and uh and our company that we work for uh one of the things that i wanted people to know that um you can make it mm-hmm. about a week ago about a month ago i shared something on facebook they read about me now see me in the newspaper television but they don't know i had a past at eight years old i was molested wow and i didn't know what what it meant i didn't know what the world the word meant molested sure and who do you tell it was my mom's best friend and 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 people been emailing and saying crying that they went through something mm-hmm. like that but you see by god grace and help that still haven't stopped me you can be the best do the best when you know people's out there is counting on you by the grace of god to still do the best that you can for people's in life and uh some other comment probably your show probably gets some hit how how did that not stop you well again jesus christ one time and i never focus on the past always focus on going forward and that's what we try to do to help people today to go forward and with the help of uh, energy palisades uh joining effort with my basketball tournament being one of the sponsors as well as mcdonald's and other areas we 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 believe we have been successful at doing that last thursday was a traveling tv show came by to uh help promote what we do and, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of people get a chance to see and we just got exciting time around here and Eddie have been part almost of everything for almost 30 years I mean he's been up 45 so so that thing 30 years he's been a partner whatever whatever we need Eddie to do Eddie will do for us I think also you know um another thing I think that's very important when you see you when you see uh where there's a need where someone has a need or someone is suffering you know and i think another thing is that it, the, the race has nothing to do with life it has nothing to do with your 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 faith uh or people suffering what you see is there a need if there's a need you don't care who it is you you want to try to address that need especially in your community especially in your community south haven south haven michigan is um uh as i recall we 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 didn't get impacted by a lot of the big city uh, issues, mm-hmm. uh, race riots. Now we have our issues. Don't get me wrong, but not on the scale of of the of uh, big cities, uh, the crime level and stuff like that. We people still could be be uh, respected each other as neighbors and as friends and could get along. You know, we had problems, but I, I think that those genuine relationships that you uh, you built and 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 your 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 uh, people get to know you and know of your family, your family legacy, your family history. Those things have they they've sustained us. We we still have a very close knit community for the most part. Absolutely, we do. Yeah, we do. And we and Bobby and I we both value that very much. And we keep a watch out on our community. We do, and we we share a lot of what's going on and and uh, uh, just to keep each other informed. And if we see something that 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 we can help we do it mm-hmm. we do it uh the shit the getting of food uh getting food picking people up and taking them to do shopping children that children that need clothing for schools things like that and the thing of it is if you don't feel like you're doing something good for somebody you're actually getting something out of it for yourself as well absolutely really yeah really there's so many uh benefits of of giving a bit of yourself to, to help others. I think that's such a, a huge thing. and something everybody should always think about. And what's great is that you're doing this uh, and, and especially this past year, I'm sure you've seen even more 
of a need for for families and so doing yes. and reaching out to people as much as you can is something that that's so important right it is it is it is and it certainly it certainly does uh it goes a long way in uh in and building your community up mm-hmm. it's like though it's like the one step at a time thing or the day by day thing you don't make these you don't make large gains quickly it's it's a day by day and you just have to be consistent and be persistent and just keep your faith yeah the one thing you talk about yeah. food johnny is i palisade employees last thursday to help fill up 25 baskets of food to be passed out throughout the community to people that have needs so it, it's been a very very supportive group here at palisade nuclear power plant that's from true from the vice president to that's the true. manager to the supervisors to the employees every day everybody got together and said we're going to do this Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and we do it at least every every four to six months too. We we do that. Yeah, wow. and we do. We have a, we have a our site leadership uh, have been very supportive with with outreach programs, various outreach programs in the community. That that is a, kind of a Palisades legacy in the community. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a that's another good side. Another good side too. It's not just the Bobby and Eddie show. We have to give uh, uh, praises and yeah. thanks to our support that we've received here from our site leadership as well and from Consumers Energy as well as Energy Nuclear Corporation as well. well. I would say I would watch the Bobby and Eddie show. I think that would be a fantastic show. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a good job, Johnny. You're doing a good job. Well, Maybe that's the next chapter. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Maybe you do that during during every time the the basketball tournament happens. You do a little halftime show or something like that. I think that would be great. Um, and hey, so, one of the things I want to give a shout out to mm-hmm. is, is the 2021 Leadership Award, where we honor first responders and we honor first-line worker mm-hmm. nurses from around. It's coming in. We're going to give them a $1,000 check to say thank you. And the tears that come down the eyes to say, we thought we were forgotten about. And now our uh, fire and police department, the police are going through some terrible things yeah. they to try to make things right. You know, you got good and bad apple everywhere you go. And the clergyman, same way, you got good and bad apple. But our job is to try to help organize and support and make things right for all different sides. And and, and that's what Absolutely. we're trying to do with the community leadership. We got 60 people that we honor. Uh, some of our city workers that work throughout the year, moving snow and cleaning parks and mm-hmm. stuff like that. We want to say thank you to them. And as well as our city, um, our city mayor and manager, they've been very supportive of us. Whatever we have need of, uh, they're there to help us. And did you think that back when you started this basketball tournament that it would be uh, and grow to to help you do uh the things that you do with your ministry to 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 help the community did you think that uh, okay if i do a basketball tournament okay i know i love basketball i know there's other people that that i know that would love basketball uh did you think that it would grow to this point and and be what it is today and and continue to help uh families in many communities not in a million years. No, I had no idea. I never thought of it that way. I just thought I loved to play basketball, so I organized some team. We had no shirts, had 36 teams, just come to the park and play. That's all we did. I said, you know what, at least I'm not, if I'm not going to continue to play college ball, I might as well help teams play and organize, play everyday ball once, once uh, twice a week. We had teams coming in from all over, and they love to play, like me. They love to play basketball. Right. And that's like you were saying, and, and, uh, and Eddie, you're talking about how your paths cross and, and people's uh, beliefs and, and, and 
different life coming from different uh, backgrounds of life. You know, the great part about any sport, especially basketball, is that, you know, the court is the same. The basketball is the same. The rim is the same height. All that stuff. Everybody comes together as one in one place. And and it's just amazing. You know, we got people from all over the world comes in. Well, from mm-hmm. France, from Canada, they, they hear about the Blueberry Fest and they come in and they just want to play. Yeah. They just want to have a uh, good, good family uh, atmosphere and, and um, good entertainment. And that's why it's so popular all over the world now because you come in and go to the beach, come back and play your game, and the kids have fun. You, got, you know, you have food there. You, and once they energy has provided anything that we need, energy has almost. That you know, whatever you guys need, we're there to support you and help. And we got a group called Bills and Ground. They go set up courts, basketball courts and stuff like that. Uh, tents for us to be able to be able to people come in and be under. So uh, we're so gracious to be able to have uh, the support of College Days Energy. Absolutely, and <clears throat> like you said, it's it's grown to to be what it is today. And what is your hope for the future for for this tournament, but also for the community? Uh, my hope is that we continue to get better. We continue to be a force to help educate a lot of young people and develop them that are coming up, both academically and spiritually, and begin to help them with job opportunity, go to college, and 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 have a great fate. And know that they can make it. If I if I made it, they can make it. Absolutely. And I do want to mention, uh, and with this basketball tournament, let's get some details on what people need to know uh, for for this year's tournament. Uh, and if we want to come see the the tournament and all that you have to offer, and learn more about how how they can help uh, in the future in any way, uh, whether it be monetarily as, as a sponsor or for just helping your ministry within the community, how might they uh, learn more about this stuff? You know, they can come out to Elkenberg Park on the 14th of August, and you see people there from all over all over the world. Um, they may want to reach out and and buy food for family as we sure. did a lady from from las vegas last year it was the first time in the city and she came to the park and she seen what was going on she asked how can i help mm-hmm. and there were people that needed food so she purchased food for those people that's amazing what yeah a- johnny and i think probably one of the most impactful thing about the bobby walker basketball tournament is that um as it's become more and more um popular over the years mm-hmm. uh, we have had increasingly uh, uh, diverse gatherings. Yeah, peaceful. Nothing. No. None of the craziness that you would expect. You know, around something like that. I mm-hmm. mean, people are really all ages. Uh, um, all demographics are. I mean, it's just like um, one big family because yeah. there's events going on, festivities, cooking, music, celebrations, things like that. It, it, there's just a lot of activities that's, that's designed to uh, 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 for everyone, from ki- children all the way up to adults. And it's it's a part. It, I, I have some pictures from past that I, I go back and I take a look at some photos. Um, if you were to look at a you know what the uh, a kaleidoscope, mm-hmm. the diversity of colors in a yeah. kaleidoscope, that's how I would describe the events because you got all demographics, cultures, nationality. All in one setting, you know, in 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 our small town, relatively small town, yeah. uh, for those Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, three days of events. 
you know, if you've ever gone to the <laughs> taste of Chicago, that's, yeah. you know, yeah. like annually, yeah. we're better than that. <laughs> we're better than that. So you just make a note of the. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, I think we're better than that. So <laughs> that is but awesome. it, it's, it's a wonderful event. I want to invite you to come down one of these years that we're doing it. And uh, thank you for having us today. We really appreciate that. Absolutely. I've enjoyed uh, learning more about you guys and, and the great work that you are doing in our community and continue to do. And I look forward to many, many years of this. And uh, like you, you said, it started, what, 36 some years ago. You have T-shirts now, right? Yes. Okay. Yes, we do. <laughs> we'll make sure you get one, too. Well, uh, do you want to mention any other uh, sponsors or organizations that that uh, helped you put this together? Because I know you mentioned, uh, you know, Energy and, and some of the other ones. Yeah, Energy McDonald, we really think we have Arby's, we have NH Auto, uh, we have Gingerman Race Car driving in South Haven. They, they're very supportive. Uh, we have Pace Auto Line. They very supportive, and we had numbers of people, really two numbers to count. But those are some really ones that really stand out to me right now. And I said thank you to them. Wonderful. Well, Bobby and Eddie, the Bobby and Eddie show, which uh, I look forward <laughs> to eventually uh, being able to see that because I think that would be very entertaining, very inspiring. Uh, because you guys and your stories uh, are both amazing, and to see those paths cross, I'm glad that you guys. Uh, your paths cross and you you got to meet each other and hang out and be a part of uh each other's family and uh helping That's our true. community be great it's it's just an awesome thing thank you thank you thank you for listening to start from the beginning stories from southwest michigan special thanks to our guests for telling their stories and if you have a story to tell i'd love to hear more please reach out to me by emailing let's talk at wsjm.com that's let's talk at wsjm.com you can listen to this podcast and all the episodes wherever you like to listen to podcasts and be sure to rate and review on apple podcasts this is a midwest family production i'm johnny reinhardt join me next time for another great story on start from the beginning stories from southwest michigan